it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Sletsky, a lifelong techie who is on a mission to make more art and music programming available online, which is why I encourage you to expand online. Here on the podcast, I love to share strategies, anecdotes, tech tools, and so much more so that you have the tools you need to create the right online programs for yourself and for your students, which leads right beautifully into today's topic, which is program content and lifetime access. Lifetime access sounds so, so good on sales pages. Buy the course for $47 and you will have access to the material forever. Okay, yeah, that does sound kind of good. But really, what does that mean? It means that when you create the content and put it out there for your students, they will have legal rights to that content now and forever. And it doesn't matter what you do in your business next. It doesn't matter where you go what you change to, and it doesn't matter if that content remains relevant or if it needs updating. You are promising them lifetime access. In some disciplines, it's foundational content and it's really good for people no matter where they are at on their journey or if they've taken a break from their journey and come back to it. But in other cases, things are always changing. And so lifetime access isn't as important. I hate lifetime access, plain and simple. I do not believe that lifetime access benefits you as the instructor. And I don't think that it benefits your students either. And here's why. As the instructor, it is on your dime to maintain that access for your students. Let's say that you provide lifetime access to your students and you have a boom in 2021 and you have thousands of students that come through your programs that year. Then in 2022, you decide you don't want to work as hard and you only take on 100 students. Now we have just a fraction of the original number of students going through your programs in 2022. But all of your students from 2021 will still have access to the content. And what if you don't want to be paying for the host of that content? You don't want to be paying Vimeo for the hosting of your videos. You don't want to be paying Thinkific for hosting your course content. And you don't need to be paying those in order to service your current students. When you give students lifetime access to content, it is your responsibility to maintain that content for them. There is one small buyout option, so to speak, where you give the students the ability to download the content and to do with it as they wish. 
I don't love that idea because then it puts the onus on the student to maintain the content. And what if they get a new computer or they lose access to it? You promised them lifetime access. Are they going to come back to you and say, hey, well, I lost my access and I want it? Possibly. So lifetime access is one of those really kind of sticking points where how does it benefit you as the instructor and how does it benefit the student? Let's think about this. How does giving lifetime access benefit you as an instructor? Well, it means that people are going to keep your name top of mind-ish because they have access to something that you have provided. They are going to see your name when they access that material and they may decide to go to visit your website or to your sales pages and social media and see what else you are offering, which helps with them buying something else. We have other ways of nurturing our customers than for them to see us whenever they happen to look at this content that they have lifetime access to. We have no control over when they're actually going to look at it. So lifetime access looks really good on sales pages. That's about it from your perspective as the instructor. From the perspective of the student, lifetime access makes it possible for them to say, I'm going to be able to come back to this and use it as a resource. But how many times have you gone back to those textbooks that you bought in college or those websites that you have bookmarked? or those programs that you have bought that will help you get better at social media? Probably not that many times. And the same thing happens with our students. Most of our students don't actually use the resources that we provide to them with lifetime access. So let's just not provide lifetime access. What can we do instead? Well, if you are running a membership site, The access is pretty obvious. They get access as long as they continue to pay and be a member. If you are running online programs and there are resources available within the construct of that program, then access is available during that program and often for two weeks to three months after the program concludes, depending on the length of time of the program. And here's where there can be a benefit to ongoing learning with you. We can set it up such that as long as you are enrolled in any of our programs, you have access to all the resources to all the programs that you have purchased. So that's a nice way of doing it. With courses that are completely self-paced, Um, I think that the best level of access is to provide that upfront, whether you want to say the course is available for 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, six months, or one year. That's up to you depending on the content that is there and how quickly you believe most of your students are going to get through the program. My rule of thumb on how long the duration should be is twice the expected duration it's going to take for the program to last. So if you have a program that has four modules and you believe that it takes about a month to get through the modules, give two months access. If you have a program that has six modules, give 12 weeks of access. If you have a program that releases new content 
every other week for five weeks. That's 10 weeks of content delivery. Give access for 14 weeks. You don't have to completely always double it. You have to be realistic with what is actually happening within your program. When we put an end date on access to the program content, it provides a sense of urgency for our students to actually get through the program. And it allows for an opportunity for a deeper connection because that student is more dedicated to completion and they don't have it just sitting out there waiting for some day when they miraculously have seven hours to go through it, right? There is a lot of content that we create within our programs, whether we are creating completely self-paced programs or interactive programs, there is a lot of content. And it's important to understand how you want the students to use that content so that you can structure the expiration and access accordingly. Here's another example. Let's say that you're running a program that has an Ask Me Anything session every other Friday where students can come in and ask whatever questions they have on any of the material that you've covered so far. In that case, we want to make sure that the Ask Me Anything sessions are recorded and become available for all students to go and watch. And the best way to do this is to just build them right into the program and have them expire at the same time as the other program content. It doesn't benefit someone to come back to an Ask Me Anything six months later because they're going to be at a different position. I work extensively with some of my clients on virtual summits. And you know me, I have the Expand Online Summit that happens every May. I'm just getting started planning next year's summit. And I just want to talk a little bit about access to the content and why I chose to do one-year access for the summit. We've talked a lot about why I think one-year access is sufficient, but let's just talk a little bit more about why I think it's particularly relevant to a virtual summit. When someone purchased the all-access pass for the summit, they got access to all of the sessions from the summit so they could go back and watch them again. They also got access to bonus sessions that were exclusive to all access pass holders that were designed to help the attendee take even faster action and make commitments to themselves and their business. I didn't want people to wait for someday. I wanted there to be some level of urgency. I want my attendees to do something with the material that they have to take action, to move forward, to be excited. And when I have that finite date, it's April 30th, 2021 for the 2020 summit, that gave them that. They have the ability to plan out when they're going to watch the sessions, when they're going to take action. Next year for the summit, I'm actually going to give access for six months rather than 12 months, not because I think 12 months is too long, not because I'm stingy, but because I think 12 months is too long to take action. We want our students to access the content, to do something with it, 
and to get what they need out of our programming so that they can advance their knowledge, expertise, and practice within the structure of whatever programming you provide. We want them to say, done, I've got this, what's next? When we give lifetime access, there is no need to rush. And sometimes that means it never gets done. That's why I think it's so, so valuable to have cohorts of students going through things together, to have group programming, to have expiration dates on content, to have everything set up so that your student dedicates themselves to learning what it is that they chose they wanted to learn and to make the progress that they need. If you already have given lifetime access to your students, don't sweat it because there are ways that we can make it so that you don't have to maintain that content forever and ever and ever. The best way for them to have that lifetime access is for them to be able to download it. That's plain and simple, the best way, and then it's off of your plate. If you have given lifetime access to your students for any of the content that you have already published, Let's use today's episode as an inspiration to reignite their fire and their passion for learning and let them know that you only are going to give them three months or six months more access to that content and then it's going away and give them reasons why it doesn't make sense to sit on it for any longer. Or if we are going to continue to sell this program, Switch it up from lifetime access to X amount of time access. And then when we get close to the end time of that, we can sell them into longer access. We can say, hey, if you're not done, buy another month of access, buy another two months of access, whatever it might be, because that will help them see that they need to see this through or that this is not the right model for them. We don't want people sitting out there with our content waiting for someday. And that's what lifetime access really does is it puts it on the side burner for way, way, way too long. I really want you to stay top of mind for your students because of the progress they're making, not because of an outstanding to do. And that's really it in a nutshell. Let's make a pledge to one another that lifetime access is not an offer that we are going to be making anymore. If you currently have lifetime access to a program and you don't know how to switch it up, feel free to grab one of those time slots on the Call with Jamie link. So just go to callwithjamie.com and pick a time slot there. I am more than happy to help you figure out how to get out of the lifetime access. If you have something else that you want to talk about with me, Go to callwithjamie.com and I would be happy to talk about that with you. And most important, we are creating online content for our students to find success, for them to get better and to gain more knowledge in their creative pursuits. So no more lifetime access. Let's get them actually completing the content and asking for more and staying engaged with you because they're excited to learn that next thing. Have a great rest of your day and I will be back on the podcast next week.